Namaste. This is Preeti Adhikari. I am the founder of the Great Nepali Diaspora, a community of global Nepali professionals, and this is TGND Beats, Diaspora's Kurakani. Our podcast aims to showcase people with roots in Nepal and share their stories of struggle, perseverance, and success. My guest today is a very dear friend, Chanda Thapa. She's the principal of the law office of Chanda Thapa based in New York City, which she started five years ago. She specializes in deportation, defense, and family-based immigration. Before that, she worked as an associate attorney at Chetri and Associates and has over 10 years of experience in immigration and nationality law, family law, and property law. She has a JD from the University of Arizona. Let's get started. Welcome, Tanda. Thank you, Preeti. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tanda, I mean, you know, Tibirama, we've been friends for for a while, right? Um, yes. You're one of my dearest friends here. Um, Tara, you know, I am so excited because I want, uh, you know, our Nepali diaspora and even people in Nepal to more know more about you um, and Timro, you know, what all you've accomplished. I'm so, you know, I always say I'm very proud of you, um, that I think, you know, I, I want the world to know why I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Preeti. Um, so, you know, just to start off, uh, tell us about Timro childhood, youth in Nepal, you know, tell us a little bit about your family, schooling, and if you have any special memories from that time. Um, Nepal ma ma ba mero kaarsein jamsikhel ma ho, you know. Um, and I come from a middle class family. Professional, my parents are professionals. Um, sano ma, so I went to Saint Mary's. Um, like you, you know. Mm-hmm. And SLC ma 1997 ko bacho, cause that's how we identify ourselves, right? Um, so child was childhood was very normal like in terms of about going to school coming home i made of kitty bus school you know people have lots of memories and lots of adventures unfortunately i don't have that because (laughs) my school was like five minutes walk from where i lived so because my parents were professionals, so more generally, so I used to hang out with my cousins and um, it was very close by five minutes away. So um, in that sense, like it was, you know, a normal childhood, nothing too exciting. Um, kaam ghar, I mean, not calm God, school God, right. you know, any of um, in terms of, of a special memories when the you know moya 10 class for sokepachi i know so which was i was still young at that time about 16 years so childhood when i go about miro formative years the yai bios lakshamalai but childhood ta nepal ma special childhood memories when i about in terms of my so so the I think a little bit of like travel outside of Nepal, ma, ma, first time gako bana, palpa hoy. Right. Palpa was, a, it was kind of a fond memory for me because that was the first time I was staying away from my parents. Mm-hmm. My mama was in army and you, palpa go barrack ma posting to you. Right. So right. in the winter, we went there and that was kind of special because it was being away from family. That first time experience of being homesick, the <laughs> So at that time, like we, I was in like fourth fourth grade, going to fourth grade to Salak and got to ride a helicopter. Oh my you know, like some, that's pretty special. And, oh, it's very exciting. Okay, especially your memories of It was so funny. Ki, it juti ami weekend ma lumbini eta uta kada kada gathyo ina. Antibala, my mama like he knew several people and we had stopped by several people's houses ina. And every house like they were watching this movie Sehen <laughs> Every 
house. So that's like, that's seared in my mind for some reason, Unzani, just from that time. Right, right. So that was like such a, you know, it was a fond memory at that time. That's like a childhood memory. That's that's interesting. Um, um, only like for you, like did you want to be a lawyer or is that actually, it's a, very different? Funny story, eh? Lawyer, First, I don't know where I got this idea. I wanted to be the first Nepali Prime Minister of Nepal. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I know, Nepal, oh. say, uh, women Prime Minister, right, so I always used to say, oh, I'm going to be the first Prime Minister of Nepal. And I had my plan mapped out. So I wanted to first become a doctor. Oh. Right? And then I, I used to say, I'm going to become a doctor and I'll go treat all everybody for free and then oh. I'll get votes. <laughs> and then um, that's a good strategy so I, oh i had that strategy i had everything mapped up um at that time i i don't even remember how old i was like probably fourth fifth grade maybe i don't remember right right so uh, uh my mom she is in public health um medical field mine no? she used right. to be a lecturer at teaching hospital uh, public health ma. So I used to go with her uh, work. Oh. It's like bring kids to work type of thing. Okay. But I, yeah, I so. went to her work like teaching hospital. I went a lot of times. And I hated the smell. The hospital could smell. And there's a, I try. There is a distinct one. A, this overpowering mm. smell. Eh? And I could not stand that smell. And then and I was thinking, you know, I don't think I can be a doctor. But <laughs> at some point, I was like, in this, I have to give this up. I remember watching um, a show in Nepal, TV, ma'am. It's the women. I think they were probably pioneers in their own field. It's like you were a um, discussion, you were a table discussion type program. Right, right. And I watched it. And I don't remember exactly who was on that panel, but one lady was a lawyer. Interesting. And she's so articulate. Oh, oh. And she was like talking, I, probably I didn't understand most of the conversation, like the... Um, the content the, of it. Uh, the right. contents of it, I couldn't understand. And I don't even remember what it was, right. but I just remember her being very impressive, like that she could talk, and she was very articulate. And I was like, oh, lawyer, one new profession, that was completely new to me, especially because like, I was exposed to doctors and engineers most of the time. You know, my, from my father was an electrical engineer. My mother, from you know medical background, she was a public health expert, kind of. That was her field. Right. So, you know, I, I didn't know any lawyers, honestly mm-hmm. speaking. So two program and everything was like, oh lawyer no pony so so like and then or cook we had Nepalava keybon name and the heads all even doctor bonsu yeah engineer bonsu and that was like the trend, you know? <laughs> Doctor yeah engineer. Right. I thought like saying I'm I want to be a lawyer would be like completely out of whack when I say so with what one yes okay. Right, or, right. So I wanted to be different. So I didn't know what it meant to be a lawyer or what mm-hmm. it was. But I used to say, oh, I want to become a lawyer just to be different, right. <laughs> you know. So and so after that, I always said, oh, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a lawyer. And that's how it started. And that's how like it, I stuck with it for some reason and, um, you know, pursued that line of profession. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had opening. That that's so cool. That's so cool, yeah. and I think that's like you know whatever influence you um, by the beginning, Mapani. It's amazing how you know our life choices are you know koti like random kurar lepani once again, right? It's it's pretty amazing. Oh, that way. exactly, exactly. They thought you know, but so different thing, na ki by the ani sabi thala ki bunny or the lawyer, lawyer bunty. But I had no idea what becoming a lawyer was. Right, right. And oh. also, era kuras of moya America ay pachipani. I came um, in a exchange program. Right, and my right. host mother was also, she also happened to be a lawyer here. Hey, interesting. Oh, Ani. 
so I sort of like almost destined one as oh right I mean they seem so these things uh, you know seem so random at first that they're so connected yeah oh exactly so she was a lawyer and when I came and I told her I want to be a lawyer you know so it's sort of like I had somebody to look up to also right right it was meant to be for sure I know mm-hmm. Exactly. This, I mean, this day, I mean, now we come to think of it, this is also laksa. Right, right. Oh, awesome. Um, Sandra Timita, like, you know, most people come here, like, whether undergrad, ma, yeah, master's, ma, and so on, right? Timita, high school, ma, 16. Like, what were some of the, like, interesting or, or, or cultural shocks, the shock bad the moments, Kate, you know? So a more exchange student program I so SLCC Depochi, that's so after 10th grade, I came here for 11th. Right. That's all still considered high school here. About Nepal plus two So you could go to anywhere, like you could send me his plus two So when we graduated, mm-hmm. um, I think right. it's it started much later. Um, right. So there are other schools that you could go to India, Dantyo, Manjiru, you know. So I, I mean, it was a perfect time for me. And Miro, mom um, had a friend who actually used to live in Nepal, and she worked in WHO for a long time and worked with my mom. Right. And Usko friend Miro, whose mom yeah, Robin, she used to have exchange students. Yeah. Um, does your daughter wanna go on this program? for exchange student program ma bonero so and, right. and it was at the time where i was actually looking gonna go somewhere after right. slc so mm-hmm. my mom said okay why not you know it will be an experience bonero so that's how i came so when i came here you high school is continuation of you know school till you graduate from 12th right, right. grade right so mother about 11th ma i and 11th ma on the cultural shock banale you know, like coming to school. Okay, first day, cultural shock. I can tell you the first day <laughs> my cultural shock was the amount of homework they gave. I know for, I mean, which was a lot, which was, which was a lot, <laughs> which was a lot because um, Nepal Mata, you, you're in one class and teachers would come to your class and you had different subjects like right, periods. Right. And right, right. Funny. But after vacation, I mean, after uh, winter break, when we come the first day of class, mm-hmm. how was exactly. your winter break? Right, and right. this man first day So you don't really get into your coursework or anything. At least yeah. for even the for the first day, week, though, right? Uh, first day you're back, hmm. teacher. I mean, and plus it wasn't like one class, you had to go to different classes. Mm-hmm. Um, each class was at different places. So you'd pack up your bags and once the period was over you'd walk over to another class like in college right, right now right. everybody can relate now um people especially people who are here in us but they say every class then they opened the book they taught you whatever the lesson plan was for that day and then you had so much homework each teacher gave so much homework i was like <laughs> seriously at the end of the day i had so much homework i couldn't believe it for the <laughs> next day so that was like a quite a shocker this ma and they're generally speaking same you know how students treated their teachers this ma and them like make them friendly unsani as friends first name basis yeah oh make them personal basis like some people even call their teachers by their names right i was just shocked unsani i'm in nepal na the the so this so they and you can't imagine right right oh so it was like very different um culturally like how people treated each other and then also about classes ma English class or we had those textbooks you know, and then we, you had one story or right. several stories I remember like English class you had to read novels I right. like our first novel was like Scarlet Letter I still mm-hmm. remember <laughs> and and people would read chapter like of that novel and they would discuss in class you know right. I'm so the critical way critical oh, thinking one mm-hmm. minute you know, Right, in right. Nepal, exactly. I think it was like more rote memory, and mm-hmm. you know, you didn't really. 
my mind was not trained you don't Mm. question right you don't question and my mind was not trained that way like when I first came Mm. so when people would be discussing about you know um, the book and I my mind would be blank because I had nothing to say right so that was that was quite an experience so that it took me like good few months to actually catch up and you know actually try to adapt to that Mm -hmm. way of learning and and it was that was um, a struggle a little bit right it is it is a little bit of unlearning right um yeah it's it's a new sort of way of thinking and doing stuff so exactly and plus about you know and you're in a different country and the way people talk to each other like it's it's very about nepal ko context ma i mean we went to all girls school mm-hmm. and this part of an era difference boy i say you know you come here in a co-ed environment which is right. also different you know having boys in class and I think I mean that's that shock is for even for St. Mary's girls going to any other school right, right exactly <laughs> exactly right you know, it's a different think, sort of dynamic um, oh exactly right exactly right right no no I, I completely relate with it and I think yeah. uh, it's a different Nepal uh, St. Mary's sheltered uh, oh, life exactly. it's you know you're out in the open right and having to interact exactly. with yeah, very yeah. sheltered mm-hmm. that, that I I agree like that it was so sheltered you know we didn't go out like if you went out you went to your friend's house but you know right. on the weekends but rarely mm-hmm. so I feel like we didn't really venture out mm, mm, mm. Right, you know, right. at least those 10 years when you were in school but obviously exactly. I missed that part when after school you you know you go to college or Nepal exposure time I came here so I didn't right, get right. that um I feel like I missed that part getting mm-hmm. your fun a lot of, of my friends had that the freedom fun and years. all of that good oh, right oh, right right so that I missed Right. Um, when you when you think about your you know your journey into the US and uh, especially the early times, Mate, is that your um, what was like the hardest thing to adapt to? Was this your cultural giving uh, nuances or rookie, you know, or like you know when you were new, can you figure out or like some kind of hurdle? You know, actually, um, because I came in an exchange program I know so mm-hmm. I lived with with an American host mom because so yeah. she was a single person a lawyer exchange program students so right. fortunately I mean I have to consider myself fortunate it was a slow learning and adaptation process for me but because I had somebody to go to American mm-hmm. culture and you know if I had questions or right. it was very easy for me to mm-hmm. go to her, ask her questions and you know it, it I mean they were like I don't really recall having difficulties as much. Okay? Exactly, exactly. Because Either if you've come with your family and moved here, then you have that support system. You know? right. I think a lot of kids, when they come directly to college where you don't have anybody and you're thrust in this environment without knowing people, that can be difficult. And mm-hmm. and a majority of people have faced that. You know? but, uh, um, luckily, I didn't have to face that. Right, right. But, uh, Difficult parts of missing family, the whole, you know, family mm-hmm. and food. I came back in 1997. Right. So, and I was in class for it. I was like, when you're, you're I'm, I was still young, I considered right, right. young at that time. So, so, I didn't know how to cook. And, and plus, we have a lot of you know Nepali community here so um, especially here in New York or even about internet but you can 
गेट फूड इन यहाँ तो के पाऊँदन अब है रेस्टुरेट थी न ग्रोसरी थी यू नो दिस Please, one. I went to missing home was right, right. very difficult. Oh, exactly. No, no. I completely relate. Ani, ah, uh, you know, on a side note, one of the things I'm really your diaspora, my God, no, because I'm ani is um that exactly, okay, right? Because not everybody, you know, especially when they come for college, they don't necessarily have family or friends here, right? Na, just the boy, na, ani, if you just somebody to talk to somebody to aligiti guide them somebody to ask a question okay? as simple as that right about right on to right. know things like you know jobs and internships or other things like that even simple things like that especially the beginning ma say it matters so much okay? because the the cultural context or dekhin sabai kura is so different and it's yeah. the first time for most people that they are you know away from family independent and all of it and so it's not an easy uh, change just to lack again हो 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 नो आई एग्री लकीली मेरो स्कूल जो कलेज कलेज में वी हैड अ लॉट ऑफ इंटरनेशनल स्टूडेंट्स स्टूडेंट्स दे हैड दिस मेन नॉट अ मेंटल लाइक होस्ट फैमिली टाइप के प्रोग्राम्स विद लोकल पीपल फॉर इंटरनेशनल स्टूडेंट्स American culture को experience को लागी not not just being in the school है ना campus मामात्रे ना बॉयरा बाइरा बॉयरा family और संगा you can have a host family that would take take them and so all that 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 program was there and in hindsight now I think like how important that was exactly um, for students especially international students mm-hmm. so i um this they have oily pani tumle bhanayasu nepali haru aba na new york ma aune haru lai garo chaina right because we there are so i mean we have a, almost a critical mass here i think new mm-hmm. york ma tri state area mai bhanum na right but like i think for people who are in smaller towns cuz a lot of nepali people sometimes like they get into school in um smaller towns where mm-hmm. they're away from other nepali people right you boy went for them it's i think more difficult mm-hmm. exactly right? and, and i think you tha pani hudaina ni when you're applying that you koti thama te kun college say middle of nowhere sa kun place say you know relatively close to a big city tyo just did it that's not the top of mind only na ni it's like oh, you know, right because you're just trying to get in wherever right right and oh, oh, oh. looking at other factors i mean those kind of things yeah like you said right kani that's in nepali or critical mass those are like not you don't even think about those kind of things or you don't at that time you you have other sort of priorities bhanum na hai na exactly um tara yeah to pachi adapt garni bela man say it's it's another thing for sure hai um is my like i i wanted to ask something you know you know there's this uh, perception bhanne ki um stereotype bhanne ki ke bhanne hai na that aba nepali haru chai aba in general like unless their family or friends close friends and so on right they don't help each other testo khalko ke hudaina bhanera like that's the perception hai na um timro bichar ma chai you know of course um you've talked about a lot about robin i've i've met her as well you know this this to aru bhai ni you know can you think of a time where a nepali family right and, and those those that are not related to you there's not they're not actually even friends at that point hola you know like somebody mm-hmm. like almost like a stranger has done something nice to you okay a nepali person 
Nepali person? Well, you know, actually, the, I don't agree that Nepali people are not helpful. Eh? Because I, uh, not that I met families, sort of, um, later, the chat right. when I was in, like, I was in Tucson and it was a very small town and obviously, like, I didn't know any Nepalese, eh? Mm-hmm. But Nepali families are right. I mean, I got connected, not family, but there are few students and they had families. So when I met them, it was just, you know, Connecting with the Nepali crowd, college I mean high school I think I connected when I was in law school, but right. they were you know anybody that I met they were like very inviting and you know right, right, right. you know like I wish I could eat Nepali dal type so I was invited you know and I met few people and help out of the way go to help but these little little gestures I think is also enough. Right. Um, and I've had that in Tucson and any places like I've met Nepali families or Nepali people. They've always been very um, welcoming and generous. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I don't think not helpful, but right, also right. you have to reach out. Right. Because here, here's the thing, like, um, right, right, right. Um, but if you if you proactively if you want to reach out to people and um, I think pe- people have opened their homes and mm-hmm. and their hearts and you know, um, right. but, you know, so that those that is always there and i don't think that we can generalize mm-hmm. nepali people right you know, i feel like know. you know somebody had a bad experience i need that chinese whisper so it sort of oh. uh you know travel through time and you know right, right. generations and, and so on right but uh, i love that uh you know um you know we all are proving that it's not true you know Ani, you're so right in terms of being proactive Ani, i think also you know, whether we call it US ko life or Siazakopani, everybody is busy, right? Exactly. Is that you, uh, not because people don't want to, Tarakosekopani bandwidth, you already have so many obligations and so many things that you're not thinking outside the hundred things you already are, you know, are responsible for, right? right. You know, if somebody reaches out, if somebody nudges, then everybody will make time for it. People will, in, in whatever way, right? And Tingli Bani Adasya, little gestures, Aru, they can, uh, you know, it starts from that. People are, you know, willing to do that for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think so. Awesome. Um, next, say, Tanda, I want to, you know, uh, you, I, I, you know, inter- my thing, like, I, I uh, shared a little bit that, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of what you've accomplished and so on. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Timli Sozdakeri, you know, your journey from Nepal, Yara, and, you know, all the things you've done over the past years. What's one thing that you're proud of? One, on a personal level. Only two, say, on a professional level. Um, you know, actually, it, it both deals with being a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. A proud moment, personally, of a lawyer... First, you have to get into law school, right? Right. I was I came here as a foreign F1 foreign student, which everybody can relate to. Almost right. everybody can relate to. Ani, when I wanted to go to law school at that time, um, I was told, you know, generally foreign students are only accepted for LLM programs. They already have their law degrees from their own respective countries. So right. um, you really can't get into law school um you know those were the things that i was told generally mm-hmm. 
Exactly, exactly. No, I totally agree with uh, with with that, Chanda. Or could say, like uh, you know, what uh, I I want to know is, you know, throughout your journey as as a lawyer, as a student, and you know, uh, Nepal, or a U.S. man, so on, right? Um, when you think about it, um, how has your identity as a Nepali, right? How has that uh, evolved through the years? On if you were to describe your identity, uh, how would you do that? It's a tough one. Identity, when I things were different. In the beginning of when I came, um, I went to Tucson and like small, small schools, right? Right. I mean, small town. Tucson was a small town, not a big city in terms of, um, I guess, international people. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I went I went to college, Appleton. Obviously, there, there were a lot of um, international students in my um, school. But community-wise, Nepali it's right? So because of that, our people's perception, Nepali or perception, my kiun. So I, I, I don't know. Like they, they saw, I probably I represented Nepal for a lot of them at that mm-hmm. time. I know. Right, right. Um. So over time, like identity of a Nepali or identity, because now we are more of a in terms of social media and in terms of um just moving out of the migration and all that they go ahead it's about nepali community is a, a large community within us maybe so right. our identity tubalama miro identity i don't know our nepali you have that love for your motherland regardless of what um I mean, I still come Nepali the whole, but I also have two kids who are Americans. Right. So you have to adapt to that um, reality like, as well, right? Reality. And hmm. I think like us first generation um, immigrants, Nepali hmm. hmm. we are in that no man's land. Right, right. You know? Like in terms of our identity and belonging and all that, mm-hmm. um, we are we are in that no man land because you still have that connection to Nepal and you, you right. feel like you are pura pura Nepali feel But at at the same time, like you don't really belong here in Americanized American Tahoina, Nepali Ponaso, Nepali Monsa, all that. You know, you have that Nepali Nepali identity, but then you go back to Nepal and you somehow you feel like you don't fit there either. Right, exactly, exactly. You know that's, I mean? the, that's the dilemma that all oh. of us face, right? Right. So it's like Nepal boy, they're completely you Nepali pon ponies like you. They adapt corona. They they bossero. You know, like you can't be. Proper Nepali Usma Kibonsavo. You know what I mean? Similar like, Gornagaros, really right? Be... right? No, no. Yeah, to hybrid, I feel like I'm here. Uh, like you said, the first gen uh, we're like hybrid okay? over time oh. because we adapt Yampani and so on, right? And it we evolve. And when we go back, and same, uh, you know, same when we go back. It's we're not the same. Okay? pieces of the puzzle. Okay? We fit, right? right? fit, right? right. We right. are, uh, you know, uh, a little different uh, both ways, right? You would say, I'm a sense of belonging. I'm a sense of identity. Is I think at this point in time, we we've kind of lost it. Okay? We don't have like a whole. We are sort of like half here, half there. Mm-hmm. And sort of um, in no, no man's land gates, we are not here, we are Americans, we are not we are Nepalese, we are like somewhere in the middle. Right, one right, right. No, no, I think that makes sense. And I think that's what, that's also one of the reasons 
that hamiyaru timi mo and you know everybody um, you know your different diaspora le afafno bubble banauni pani tyo reason pani hola ke right because you sort of try to recreate a little bit of home and you know a little bit of your host country or your home country banam na the dui Uh, you know, uh, like mix whatever we try to create that bubble where we can sort of be this uh, your hybrid sense. How could say we can uh, be ourselves? Panera, I think that's that's one of the reasons. Just the pani lag samal I say. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true because you you want that kinship, Unsani, mm-hmm. from from people from your country, and also you know you have you're building your community based on. that kinship and also your shared experiences here right nepali bande ma you don't get along with everybody right mm-hmm. so there is some kind of um shared kinship like like i said iraqi experience shared experiences and you know you click and all that 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 has to be there also mm-hmm. right so right. and and then like baba i mean you know we, we get together a lot like disclaimer for everybody who is listening so um like professional level ma um family level ma there are a lot of things that you have to have in common that also to you know form that community mm-hmm. um and and now like when you have kids then you also have um parents as friends right exactly now, yeah. you, now it's like not only my own friends like nepali friends but now it's you are it's incumbent upon you to actually go out and make friends with parents of my kids because mm-hmm. they're the ones who i mean my kids are hanging out with their kids in their right. homes right. so now you have to broaden your circle and have parents as friends so which is a new experience for us <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no 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 I, i completely agree and i think you yeah so try to create these little bubbles when i was though right oh, in, in oh. terms of different types of um uh different types of uh i guess uh relationships right in terms of uh, social and w- whether it's your uh keep on saying what's our go these um these uh play dates right um exactly right? oh so, yes <laughs> all of that man. um so that's like you know we've talked a lot uh, in terms of um timro experience and you know where um, how far you've come and so on right only if you you know sit and think about the nepali diaspora in general right and you know oily kolagi let's take the us right Uh, what can we do in general and it's not and i realize it's not a simple sort of thing to answer that uh, what are some things that we could do to uplift hamro diaspora okay about i think mali okay bonus i mean uplift kornalai our generation i like as first generation it's always difficult when somebody said oh nepalis are not helpful that's not true if first of all but any what you also touched upon is like we are so busy with our lives right so the first generation is i think the generation which tries i mean which suffers the most and which makes the sacrifices the most so that the second generation reaps the benefit of their mm-hmm. parents hard work and sacrifices so hami say we're i mean even nepali diaspora pekura gardai pani aba hamro generation say now we're we're trying to establish ourselves right professionally mm-hmm. um economically whatever it is so and then you have your kids so hami say we are like so consumed with our personal lives right now ki aba the uplift gorne you have to have that spare time to actually devote and volunteer and do whatever you want to to uplift mm-hmm. so many people i don't think have the time and even maybe the energy to um you know do great go to great lengths to uplift but but that doesn't mean ki ki gorne ne hoi na banne pani hoi na it's like you know from from my level of kosale ke helps you the advice you you know they can they call and then i'm 
I give advice, mm-hmm. you know. Um, atma, I might not have the answer, but I can refer them to the right person if I know, you know, little gestures. I think that that helps. And uh, uplifting is such a, I mean, it's so big of a word that Mm -hmm. what is your expectation? Right, right. I think at this point, Whatever skills we have, we can, you know, use that to help people out. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I don't know um, what can be done unless you are in a, in that position where um, you have the spare time and you have the energy. And, you know, and, I mean, if I'm you know, I'm running my business. Monday through Friday, I'm at work, like mm-hmm. I'd be early in the morning, come late at night. Then you have weekends and then you have kids, you know. Right. So you have like my daughter, she's eight and she's very particularly sensitive about my absences mm-hmm. as a mother. So I get a lot of questions right. about my absences. So those two days, I have to give it to her. So I right. don't have that spare time I mean I think once the kids like I said spare time well maybe the kids grow up and and then Mm -hmm. I don't have that much of responsibility and then at that time I would probably have more time to you know do something for the community and get involved and volunteer Mm -hmm. and do those kind of things which I do want to right right and but which I don't have the time right now so I think uplifting about I'm sure I'm only giving my example, but there are lots of people who are well-established or who are, you know, who have that spare time Mm -hmm. to give back to the community. And I think, um, and I think like small gestures, people who need help or if they reach out, um, pointing them to the right direction, if they have questions, you know, Right, exactly, exactly. No, that. I mean, every every little thing helps. I and mean, I think uh-huh. uh, even in terms of, um, you know, uh, your diaspora, even community members or like any generalized, generalized, I think mm. it's also important to really understand what life is there in, right? Um, and different uh, life phase, yeah, professional, yeah, personal phase, man. So people have different needs and responsibilities. I think exactly. it's also important to respect that, right? Yeah. You can't expect that every person, um, say threshold is going to be, you know, they people, everybody should contribute five hours per week. I think, like you said, right? Need based is help for some people. Time money they can more do contribute more and it's not um it's not a competition by any means right oh yeah of course but um, so collectively say I think you know anything that people can contribute overall I think till say it makes us all stronger right I think it sort of helps right yeah and then just I mean your diaspora itself is like it's a great platform for people to connect. Right, because mm-hmm. you know, you didn't have that. I mean, unless you knew someone through someone, and you know, get acquainted with people that way. And so Nepali organizations are rude, but at the same time, you know, professional level ma or atva, you know, the way what you are trying to do, I think, is commendable because it's it's just about connecting people without um strings attached and without mm-hmm. expectations and you know you're just trying it, it is a it is connecting people in it right right so exactly. in in that sense like it that is that in and of itself is i think contributing in in some sense to uplift the people because whoever has like you said new people who have questions or somebody has somebody needs something and you know when you have that um, community diaspora community that you can okay maybe I can rely on somebody or do you know somebody who knows I am in this position can you let me know if somebody can help me in this one to connect connection I think this what 
uplift karna like i mean i think that's a stepping stone exactly exactly no no i i think i'm i'm very um, optimistic i think your connection bononi is the step first step i know and be starting once that's once we're all connected only then in terms of uplifting or say you know it's going to happen right over time and so on it's not yeah. a one shot ma hune kura pani haina right yeah and then plus about our community now we are like becoming bigger and you know um nepal go context we are a small country but i mean nepali ru ka chaina bhanera right right exactly which country like kun country ma nepali chaina ta i don't think there is any country where there right, right. exactly exactly hamro um yo tgnd ko chapters e pani when i think about it it's amazing like rwanda they can all kinds of places ma chaina and it also shows you think le bhanera jastai that uh, nepalis have reached everywhere you know mm-hmm. so that's that's very interesting um you know it's thunder we, we talked a little bit about your diaspora ko and and so on you know uh, if we were to take a step back and you know ekishin ko lagi park this um, conversation about the diaspora itself and think about nepal you know oile ko nepal ko sochyo bhani chai if uh, you know what is that current brand ke eura country ko huncha ni what do you think it is oile aera sochda kheri and how can we can we change it can we um, improve it what do you think but in a like a big scheme of things you know i don't know if we i i believe like we are yet to establish a brand i mean we are such a small country and i don't know how appropriate it is to give like a general term or brand mm-hmm. to our entire nation especially mm-hmm. given that hamro is i mean we are such a multi ethnic country you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Nepal ko brand ki ho bandhari. I'm a little stumped. Right, right. We, um, but you know, looking back, like for example, like in 60s, 70s, ma, when Nepal was kind of like the Shangri-La bandhara, you mm-hmm. know, um, it had a mystical vibe, and we we had that identity. You know, the, right. our brand day ola to. I don't know that. exotic that that positive vibe we had as mm-hmm. a country right, um right. i mean back in the days you know people like lots of rock stars peace corps people who came mm-hmm. tourists came and they their experiences that they took from nepal and brought outside and i'm like you know nene you know the people who kind of um took their experiences back um to brand pilatio line ab oil is we're like so crowded out with like social media and everything mm-hmm. and it almost seems like too loud and we don't we have i don't know i've completely lost it or inaki but i have a brand when i i have a little difficulty describing our um brand but you know one sort of upani chaina ke the pehla pehla to bana jastai the exotic this the matra hai ki there's uh it's a lot of noise as well right and it's something yeah. we especially with social media and everything like all that there is so much noise that what is that one thing that uh, we want to be known for or we are known for bhanere chaina ke at this point eh exactly i mean pehla thyo la so lagcha ki that we had that um identity aba aile pani identity chaina ta bhanne mildena of course hai na hamro nepal is is unique but it's it's also like now there are so many countries like we, we are a small country so aba aile ko aile maybe aile hamle brand bhaneko chai country ko brand manchele create garcha hola ke aba for example aba hamro nepal ma aile prabal gurung you know manisha koirala the doctor um akhako doctor like they have sort of like with their skills and with their work they have sort of created a brand for nepal india ma nepal bhanda maybe manisha koirala ko nepal bhanne you know they have that view hola right right ne abhi probably gurung has established himself like a niche usko market bhaisa gaya tha in in that not entertainment but fashion Right, right. So a lot of celebrities know him. Like about like when people think of Prabal Guru, I mean Nepal is definitely going to be attached to him. 
because he comes from that country, right? And CNN heroes, and we had all that. So like people also, I think maybe with their work, Nepal like brand, I don't know like what a brand would be right. for Nepal. Mm. I, your time, maybe people create the brand. I don't know how we can, because it's like a, everybody should relate to it. Another brand. Mm-hmm. So what do you think it is? I mean, I think it's uh, one, this is the one that because of a middle background tech, I sort of think in terms of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, your global marketplace, where we talk about tech talent and so on, or how is of uh, Nepal positioning itself of uh, agriculture manufacturing when at this Nepal Nepal context man so on I do think that uh, your tech talent and startups are um something that uh, I do see a lot of potential in Nepal I know um this go I do see it but uh, if I were to oily boss you know if I compare uh, Nepal go talent with anywhere else, I know. Boiling in Nepal, of course, there are IT companies or with you. Sapai Bhairaza, I know. There are differentiations in China, right? Where people say, oh, you know, oh my God, Nepal, ko, you know, engineers are the best. Or Nepal, ko, you know, this talent is like, uh, they're like a perfectionist, right? Or something like that, okay? right? Yeah. So, but the brand of the country is a separate thing. But, uh, you know, I break it down into different industries, yeah, sectors, yeah, whatever. Like, you um, approach so that I mean, I guess, example, overall, I mean, so what is Nepal? really good at or what is nepal the best at right you mm-hmm. would say um i i'm not sure at this point i know but uh growing yeah, up that's why that, oh, but it's i i think it's difficult because you know good at bandahari because you have to have like a, a critical mass of in if we're talking about talent and certain skill skill set or talent you know you have to have that critical mass everybody doing the same thing right right exactly to to bring out that brand mm-hmm. if we're talking about that but i don't think we we have that yet mm. you know people are all over the place i mean right. people are good at certain things and um so i don't know if uh, like it indians are like it goma mm-hmm. okay you go to india one as the russians are also i think those it people right and, right yeah um but nepal because i'm remember population wise and just my critical mass later on so i mean i don't know i mean that's yeah. a good question um, right or uh, you know population but it's only then um i guess in terms of in general um fragmented maybe over time say i hope our things consolidate right different industries yeah. so that then you say okay you know our healthcare medical professionals like there is some kind of a critical mass then then we are able to say okay you know, uh, it is sample size boy. When you bunny, this is uh, uban. Okay, you're you're right. I think you uh, there's uh, you're a critical mass. Bunny China and everything is so fragmented that this to it's hard to you know point out one thing and say okay, you're saying this is the best thing, manera. Mm, right. I think we are we are working our country probably we are working on it, but we haven't reached there yet. It's a Say work that, in that. progress, Ola. <laughs> I mean, let's be optimistic in terms of... Of course. Uh, I, I do that. think... I mean, there's is... no dearth of talent in Nepal, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no? Definitely, definitely. And I think that's a, that's a good sort of um, 
point to um, end our conversation as well that you know the fact that Nepal say we're all very optimistic in terms of the quality of talent there and you know of course mm. uh, all the good things in terms of Nepali yeah. um, the kids we have because yeah. um, I remember when um, you invited me to one of that diaspora go event uh, uh, meet and greet man mm -hmm. everybody was so impressive like the things that they were doing and right. I didn't meet anybody who you were, were like oh you're, you're not doing anything well as the women mm -hmm. everybody was you know like there everybody's professionally they were you know doing such great things it sounded right, like right. You know, exactly so and it was, it was like, like yeah yeah and I think uh, you know, if you sort of in uh, New Yorkers, the uh, Sano group, like if you were to generalize it across our diaspora and across, you know, people in Nepal, I think that's the reality as well, right? People are mm -hmm. so driven and yeah. working and all of it. Young so people. Think, right? Exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, when we were their age, I don't think we had uh, so much of clarity. And, you know, Oile could say, I'm always impressed when uh i meet yeah uh, events ma yeah even mm. you know conversations ma because i do feel like the future is bright for nepal yeah with, yeah of you course. know people that are that but are like that. So ho very hopeful like and i think it also this is in in terms of tech advancement and media and everything i think that also contributes because we 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 did le lead a very sheltered life mm -hmm. you know we didn't have that exposure, but now kids have that exposure right. and that, and they're optimizing that exposure for their own benefit. And, you know, so that's, I, I think that's great. No, that's, that's perfect, Tanda. Thank you so much for being here. I, I feel like Timira Mata, we, we could talk for hours. But, uh, yeah. But I think this, you know, this uh, sense of optimism is a good point for us to, you know, stop our episode. Yes, sounds good. Thank you.